are so excited for this episode. Um, our first, I don't want to call you non-comedians because as we were saying, <laughs> you can call us non-comedians. It's yeah, fine. it's fun. <laughs> but uh, comedy adjacent folks um, in the, what would you call it? So your venue runners, venue producers? Sure. Yeah. yeah. How would yeah. you refer to yourselves? Producers and... On a high level, entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, um, yeah. And that's really what we are at the core. Um, but we like to label producers as well. We like that term. Um, I love that. <laughs> um, I am personally, you know, I have a lot of business mind stuff. And I, I think that's so interesting. So I'd love to dig into the entrepreneur side. Um, but you guys run the tiny cupboard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's. Um, I'm actually really excited to talk to you guys because I feel like you guys are business minded. Yes. <laughs> or entrepreneurship minded in a way that like most people we talk to in the comedy scene like aren't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're also a couple like us too. Yeah. I'm just opportunistic. <laughs> <laughs> That's what entrepreneurship is. <laughs> Lesson one. <laughs> as much as I can. Find yeah. the opportunities. <laughs> So can, can you just give us like the rundown for, for people who don't know what the tiny cupboard is, what it is, what it was, and what it is now? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first um, of all, yeah. Amy. Oh, yeah, our names. Yes. I'm Amy. I'm, I'm Matt. Um, we're a couple. couple. Yeah. And yeah, uh, exactly. we also do business together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we can go, I mean, we can go into the backstory of the tiny cupboard on a high level. What it is, 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 is it's just a performance space. Um, and, uh, what it was before the pandemic was performance space in a tiny room. So literally we found this, perhaps a cupboard, a cupboard. <laughs> a cupboard. <laughs> so, um, I, I have to explain the backstory. So we were, uh, um, Amy was doing a like clothing online business. I was doing, um, like digital marketing business. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really working that well for mm-hmm. either of us. Um, and we, it was working a little bit, but we wanted to have more fun with it. And yeah. and, and we some, wanted something like not digital, not online. We yeah. got burnt out from digital. Yeah. Like we were doing, Dude, I hear you. <laughs> everyone was like t- hyping up online business and like digital, have a, have a business you can run from home. Mm-hmm. We got sick of it. Um, and we were, we were doing that for a long time. <laughs> Uh, so we started to think about how do we bring people together in real life? How do we build communities and like throw events where we're like actually meeting people and not just like staring into a screen, uh, 24 seven. Yeah. Um, so we started renting out venues in Brooklyn and, uh, um, hosting random events. And our first event that we hosted was a Blink-182 karaoke night. Oh my god, um, we just did a cover band. I, yeah, that's I why we were talking yeah, about yeah, that, that's that. right. Oh. And I was like, I was jealous because I was like... <laughs> Uh, Pink one eighty two. That's that sounds so much fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, Wink ninety one. How did no one think of that? <laughs> 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 um, Still got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to explain what happened with that event, or like? What well, the... so we we had to pay like five hundred dollars for two hours, and we were like, okay, this is ridiculous. Of the venue. Yeah, of the venue. Where was it? Like, what area of town? Uh, it, in Bushwick. Bushwick. It was just, it, it's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, right? It we, wasn't like in Manhattan. It was like in Bushwick. A few blocks away from yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. And um, for people who don't know, for non-New Yorkers, Bushwick is like the coolest, most popular Very cool, but it's also right? like there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. open yeah, venue. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's one of those things where you're like, if I was going to get a deal, it should be there. It should it's, be there, it's, yeah. It's more space. That's what we thought. Right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, it's where artists live because it's 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 one of the cheaper it's options accessible. right now. Yes. Yeah. Right now. And it should be... At a less competitive Which price means point. it's the price of your most expensive suburb. 
<laughs> where, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Williamsburg used to be an accessible place, and now yeah. it's mm-hmm. gotten too expensive. Now artists move expensive. in, and the yuppies follow and push out right. the artists. Exactly, that's, and that, that's the circle of life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I'm and the people from Williamsburg moving to Bushwick, and now Bushwick is becoming the new Williamsburg. Exactly. Um, that happened with Austin and Houston in Texas, by the way. I am desperately trying to move from yuppie to artist. Yeah. I'm like, no, because <laughs> I, I am firmly a yuppie. I'm going the exact <laughs> other way. Yeah. So, uh, we can high five in the middle. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I keep making these areas. <laughs> so um, we just we decided, you know, the venue was too expensive, um, and instead of trying to look for venues, we, we decided like we need to cut out the middleman. Yeah, and, and just get our own spot. Get our own spot. So we started looking on Craigslist mm-hmm. um, for a live and workspace. So a space that we could live mm-hmm. out of, and then like also, have it be an event space. Yeah. Um, we didn't find anything that was that was affordable. Yeah. Um, that's like that's just in Bushwick. Or in Bushwick, we were mostly looking Bushwick, yeah. but we were looking in Greenpoint. We we're looking in a lot, a lot of anywhere that had a living workspace. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, either like it was too much of an apartment, or it was like too much of an industrial yeah. place, and they wouldn't allow us to live there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did find something that was near our apartment that wasn't somewhere we can live, but was cheap as hell, and so it was cheap. literally a room yeah. no bigger than the size of this. Damn. Um, but I had nothing in it, and we we're like, you know what? Like, let's make this work. Let's let's turn this let's, into yeah. a tiny venue and what, just like embrace the smallness. Of yeah. It. What was the square footage? One hundred fifty-three square square feet. Wow. Um. So and that's in the studio that you guys you guys have been to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in that building. And that's kind of an art space. Like it's, it's an art space. Yeah. Describe that building yet? Uh, artist loft or artist studio? Yeah, they don't live. Studios. Yeah, they don't live there. It's, yeah. it's just studios. So it's like painters. Yeah. Oh, um, so like a yeah, if they were doing pottery or some shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. It's all yeah. that fun kind of dorm feel. Yeah, a little yeah, yeah. Bit. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Industrial so, dorm. So we found this. We found this space, and it was just it's just a room. And you know what? Like we were like, we're not getting fifty people to our events right now. Anyway. We're getting, yeah, yeah. we're getting 10 or 20 people to our events. Or less. Or less. <laughs> so <laughs> might as well just grow into having a, a bigger venue. Yeah. Um, let's start out just embracing it, the fact that we can get 10 or 20 people in a room. And you can fit, if there's nothing in this room. Yeah, pre-COVID. Uh, Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. <laughs> Pre-COVID. For context, this room is just like the size of a bedroom. Um, and uh, you can, you know, you can fit 20 people in this room if there's nothing yeah. else in this room. Yeah. And that's the interesting thing about comedy is that it scales that... Ten people having a ten person audience isn't a problem if it's not. If you can't as long as the room doesn't fit eleven people. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We were nervous totally. when we hosted our first comedy show um, because we thought we wouldn't have enough people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like five of us. <laughs> it was like <laughs> us two yeah. and two other people and two comics, and then it was actually funny. Like mm-hmm. the room was so small that it was intimate and funny and weird, and we were like, "This can actually work. Yeah. Like we can do comedy shows in this tiny room. And it could, it could actually work." Yeah. Um, we started that in November 2019, mm-hmm. and we kept doing that till till March. Uh, so I mean, this is this was all pretty recent. Yeah. Um, I mean, but then we also added music, but then we stopped doing music. Yeah. Did it start yeah. with comedy or did it start with music? 
Started with music. It actually started with immersive with, theater. Oh, yeah. We were doing oh, this. Um, God, that'd be cool to go to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, it's like Marriage like Story. Yeah. Oh. How he met his wife on a marriage story. One of those, like, interpretive plays in an apartment. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Super exactly. Brooklyn. Exactly. Remember that? Uh, no, yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> no. Interactive performance, interactive art. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were doing that. We were doing... Um, this is something called we made called uh, the underwater spa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a mixture of of, of a massage <laughs> and, and like a VR experience. Oh my god, I love like, it. Yeah. How did you come up with this idea? Is this just you guys, or like you were like brainstorming? Yeah, yeah, we just kind of brainstormed the concept, yeah. and that Whoa. was like our our first like successful successful ish event. Yeah. Because um, we would have. <laughs> We would get like bookings online and be like, "Oh no, we have to go back there again," because <laughs> we were getting so many that like, like we kept having to run back and forth from our house to to the, the studio. Yeah, and it was it was a two person experience or one person oh, experience. Oh, right. yeah. um, I bet. Did you guys do like the Airbnb experiences? Oh, we did. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. So it was on Airbnb experience. Um, I'm a huge. Every time we travel, I'm always like going through all those. And that, yeah, that's yeah. exactly the kind that's of shit. Yeah. I would have been like, no, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go. Yeah. So we were doing that, and another reason we we liked this building um, was because of the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and initially, we were like, okay, let's secret. Like, part of us was like, let's rent out the studio, but let's like let's use the rooftop. Yeah, <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Um, and and now that, uh, we did, you know, we actually got in trouble. Like we we were doing events on the rooftop when we were we weren't allowed to. This was a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, um, yeah, we got in trouble. We got in trouble with the landlord, and like things were. Ha- but now the landlord we're like on their side. Mm-hmm. We have a really good relationship with mm-hmm. them. They actually wanted us to do events, but they just wanted to benefit from them, them somehow. Yeah, that's uh, which, yeah, it's fair. Sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fair. We're not living it's, there, so it's yeah. whatever. It's their space. It's their it's their building. Um, so now we have a really good arrangement with them where we pay them, we're essentially paying rent mm-hmm. for the rooftop. Um, yeah. And uh, that works for us. So how did that, that transition? Yeah. I mean, you went from a tiny performance space, which is a nightmare for uh, post-COVID. <laughs> you, you were selling being ridiculous. Yeah, like a shoulder to shoulder with 10 other people. And then, yeah. then you're no longer allowed to even perform inside. What, what right. gave you the idea to do a rooftop comedy show and how, how soon did you proceed with it? And, yeah. Well, we started with Zoom shows after the shutdown. How did, how did, how? Um, like, just, yeah. You just comedy book comics and. It was, oh, every, just, we did everything. Yeah. It was, everything. Well, we started with comedy and then we started doing everything. Yeah. We, we did, we did, yeah, you're right. We started with mm-hmm. a virtual stand up comedy show yeah. because we wanted to keep our, our weekly show going in, in yeah. some form. Um, and did you guys book that? Like, you produced it? Pretty much. I mean, actually, we, in, at in first turn, we did, but then we had. Joanne. Yeah, jo- yeah, at first we did. Yeah, we had we found we really fortunately found uh, Joanne, who responded to our a Craigslist ad that said we want people to like help work like work with us. Yeah. And then she responded to that, and then she was a comedian herself. Um, or like a comedic comedic actor. actor right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, so then... we had her lead the virtual stand up events while we also talked to like three or four other people mm-hmm. about leading a hip hop Zoom night. Mm-hmm. Indie pop, Zoom night, and like other just, we were trying music, everything. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I mean, it was crazy times. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, That's so cool. And uh, we we did, we were doing at the height of like March, April, at mm-hmm. the height of the pandemic, we were doing like 10 or more <laughs> Zoom events a week. Um, Holy shit. And it was like two or three. We were just like a day. always on Zoom. Yeah, we, yeah. we were. Yeah, we were like, on Zoom again. 
two or three. A full normal job. <laughs> it, that was you a finally job. escaped an all digital job just to be stuck. I know. Yeah. 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 Went yeah. Right the back computers to it. want you back. At least, but at least it was like pr- progress because yeah. we like had, we were like actually talking to people sure. on Zoom, and it was and it was be- it's that's better than like just posting things on Facebook. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Watching engagement and paying for boosts. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly. Ugh. Um, and uh, yeah, so so. We tried a lot of different uh, Zoom events. Mm-hmm. Um, music Just didn't work that didn't well work, because yeah. the quality was really inconsistent with the audio. Okay. Sometimes it would sound yeah. really good. Our Sometimes best night. The yeah. best night, the emo night was really good. Oh, yeah, it was really good. Um, well, because he was a professional. He was a professional. He brought his own equipment. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like a real. I was like, damn, it sounds like a concert. It sounded really good. Um, yeah. uh, but it was just too inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and we. <laughs> so then we just got rid of music. Got rid of music. the comedy. Focused on comedy. Actually, and until recently, also... like because we, we we until recently we were doing poetry karaoke. Yeah. Oh right, and karaoke soon. Yeah, karaoke soon. Karaoke was fun. That was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and philosophy. we only stopped in a couple weeks ago. Virtual philosophy salon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we only stopped a couple of those a couple of weeks ago because the in-person events are like are are too time consuming. Yeah, totally. But we're still doing two Zoom events. One is called the Terrible Zoom uh, Date. Yeah. And then the other is... Um, the stand-up, stand-up comedy. comedy. Yeah. Damn. But, okay, so in... I think it was... The Rude Zoom Bar. We should talk about that oh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the Rude Zoom yeah. Bar. Because that was another... We came up with the concept of this event called the Rude Zoom Bar, where uh, comedians would pretend they're, bar- pretend they're bartenders on Zoom. And, and then, then they would like roast the audience members. Yeah, and they'd just be really rude. Yeah, they just. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. And that event actually made it to the New York Times before, like back in like April or something. Like yeah, that. right, right. So we have that in common. Yeah. It's our weirdest flex. Yeah, it's a strange flex, but no, but it's um. So I love that you guys were so creative during this like. That's the thing is like whenever there's crazy times like this, there's opportunity in it's just unusual it's, yeah. spots. Exactly. Yeah. Cheesy word, for but, uh, yeah. Resilience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I've like seen I mean, cave under all of this and who was like being no, adaptable. I'll find something new. Exactly, right, exactly. Yeah. And I and I feel like in a way, like it was the best opportunity for us because mm-hmm. we were hustling in the same way before the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but because everything was so new mm-hmm. in March, like we were like in the best situation to take advantage of it because everyone had to adapt to being these right. like mm-hmm. hustlers, I guess, mm-hmm. and like coming up with like, new things. Whatever. We yeah. were already doing Carry that. on. Yeah. 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 We were, exactly. Yeah. We were just carrying on. But just yeah. like, and we couldn't afford to just not do anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we just carried on and like just kept doing what we what we mm-hmm. did. But because we were already like used to doing novel inventive stuff, yeah. I f- we felt like we were like at an advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you definitely were. I mean, you guys have been so successful through this whole thing. Somehow, <laughs> somehow yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, I know you're scraping things together. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Sure. We're still doing this. Holy shit. Yeah. Can, I, can I give a little exposition yeah, slash absolutely. flattery? Yeah. Um, New York uh, City has been particularly stringent. They haven't allowed, this is more to just the listeners, but they didn't allow any kind of indoor anything until October 1st. It's now late October, mid-October. Um, so for, uh, I think around June, July, park shows started, which were particularly rough. No microphones were allowed. We were, as comics, we were all kind of bombing it's parks. It's inherently an ambush component. It's an ambush component. There's no authority. It's daylight. You can watch yourself bomb. There's kids. <laughs> 
there's yeah, trying to you know, work out the dark material. Um, <laughs> then some kind of patio, some kind of secret patio shows formed, and those were still weird and a little rough. And I can't remember when I did my first Tiny Cupboard show, but I remember it was astounding. It was it felt like comedy was back. Oh. It was a Friday night, I believe. It was Britney Brave's show. I remember walking up a, you know, up three flights of stairs and up this rickety yeah. outdoor steel staircase. <laughs> like, listen, I'm a sucker and for an experience, and right. that's like yeah. part of the charm, kind of. Like, you're like, oh my gosh, like we're yeah, we're really doing to it. Talk yeah. about, right? totally. Fifty or hundred people. I think the first show I did, all spaced out, so it's, it's such a big roof deck that you can still do it safely. Mm-hmm. And then these great lights, this great sound system, and it, I remember the set just felt like magic. It felt like a. Just felt like the comedy I hadn't experienced in months, and between wow. on that Thank first you, yeah. set, I was watching that there were three shows a night, four shows a night, yeah. uh, good showcases bookended by open mics. Occasion, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and what, what's cool about it is is these tectonic plates of the comedy clicks have shifted. There's the alt comics who only do these Brooklyn shows, and the club mm-hmm. comics who rarely leave the safety of a club. Uh, and right now we're all you're all, we're all in it together, anything. and it's so, so you get cool to this see this meshing of I different totally levels of, of of career and, and ability and style uh, all on one show together. Exactly. Is equals. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really cool when we get like someone who only does like comedy seller shows or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and then yeah. like some people say like we're the comedy seller now or something. <laughs> this yeah. Thursday we have I have Sean Patton and Mary Beth Barone yeah. on the same lineup. That's that wouldn't have happened so before. So cool. That's crazy. I know you yeah, you guys your show yeah, is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It's a it's a whole different thing, but um but you guys have like just the being able to have that consistency and like And I I personally meet comics I don't think I would have met uh in, in in the previous that's amazing. Oh, wow. the, the pre-COVID, because yeah. I again was I'm, I'm fortunate that I get I get the Manhattan spots and they pay well and they're good good opportunities. So I, I would likely be not as likely be in in the Brooklyn shows with right. smaller crowds, but cooler, fresher comics. Yeah. And this is a thing that, that that's happened throughout the history of stand-up comedy and happens other forms of entertainment. Um, there's the establishment, and then there's the, the punk rock scene. Exactly, and yeah. Forms, and and then the, it's newer and cooler, and that eventually becomes the mainstream. Exactly. And it's reabsorbed into the club until the club becomes a little dated, and you see that shift back and forth. And right now, Tiny Cover seems to be this uh, this focal point. Mm-hmm. The way I've, I've, I've the way uh, Meltdown Meltdown Comics in LA was this incredible place where people took the power back. People who weren't getting booked by the clubs mm-hmm. but had yeah. something cool to say mm-hmm. could, could work together to find their young, cool crowds. Uh, Rafifi, maybe 10 years ago, mm-hmm. was a place you could go on a Friday night and see John Mulaney, wow. Nick Kroll, Hamlet oh, Burst, Mel Nagiani, Pete mm-hmm. Holmes, who may not have been booked in the clubs yet. And uh, it's cool to see this happen right in front of my eyes with Tiny Cover. So that's, that's why amazing. Oh, see, that, that's cool. the perspective that we don't yeah. hear that yeah. very often. We just kind of like see... People showing up to our shows and we're grateful, but right. we don't really know what it means for comics. Yeah. Comics. <laughs> a lot um, of cool things. <laughs> a lot of been... meshing of styles, and I mm-hmm. think it benefits all of comedy as an art form. The output uh, of everyone will be improved by it. That's oh, incredible. Wow. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you. Also, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. you guys are hustling, and um, there are a lot of people who should be very grateful for that, and I know they are. Yeah, and but behind all of that is commerce and business, and I think that's also beautiful, I too. Know. You're just like, how do we... You're like, well, we got to pay rent. How do we... Yes. How, yeah. <laughs> how much, what, what cut do okay. we give to the building? You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, yeah. Right, um, speakers, <laughs> maintenance, or whatever. <laughs> and so, 
we, I mean, we try to like, we, we also, um, as we, as, as we realized this was like starting to be successful, we like, I, I made a Facebook post and then I was like, um, I would like to interview comedians about their or producers about their experience working with different venues. What did you like? What didn't you like? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I like to hop on a call and then a co- like a handful of comedians just gladly like wanted to do it. Yeah. So we sat down and just like listened to like, we just like listened to people mm-hmm. say what they hated about certain venues and what they liked about other venues. Well, this is when we first started, kind of first started. Yeah. Yeah, exa- exactly. It's like for a survey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, essentially, but they're, they're all really happy to like give us advice and yeah, like, information. Totally. Yeah. Um, what was kind of, what were some of the takeaways from that? So giving 100% of ticket sales to the producers yeah. and then paying all the comics. Yeah, well, so that they can pay the comics. Yeah. yeah, so they can pay the comics. We, we, we were originally taking 50% of ticket sales um, for like to us. And, right. that, and we thought that was get. standard. Yeah. Um, but, and it wasn't that... I don't think standard applies to this there era. I don't, no think, standard. I don't think there's any norm by which you can base anything, but... Well, um, well, yeah, basically, yeah, like... We didn't really know, like... We didn't really even know. Yeah. Totally. Yes. Why would you? <laughs> There's no... <laughs> who would you ask? Right. Exactly. You call the seller, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys do? Um, and, and even them, they... they no, they, it's totally they, like, do, yeah, Exactly. Yeah. They're, they have all in-house shows. Yeah. Um, so we... Or I, 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 guess, I don't even know if that's true, but... Um, uh, almost, yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Um, so... Um, we were like, we care more about like our reputation mm-hmm. than the short term money that we're going to get from mm-hmm. this. Right. Um, and we asked specifically Mallory, Mallory Bryan, that's when we changed our minds. And she's like the first producer that produced a rooftop show with us as well. But we asked her like, what if we gave you a hundred percent ticket sales instead of 50%? Mm-hmm. Um, would that, would that like, how would you feel about that? Would that make our reputation like a lot mm-hmm. better? Mm-hmm. And she's like, you already have a good reputation, but this would make it over the top. Um, if 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 we put our producers in a position to like succeed and, and be able to pay, able to pay at least yeah. some of their comics, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we did that. We decided to focus on just like what we sell mm-hmm. in terms of food and drink, mm-hmm. and uh, that's really worked out. Mm-hmm. And we're not missing the ticket sales at all. Yeah, we we just wanted it to be like better than that's the comedy. Saying I should. Get wine every time I go. That sounds. <laughs> you don't have twist to. my arm. <laughs> Matthew, See, there's a good you hear lesson. <laughs> there's a good lesson in that. It's something I live by. Of uh, a good well, goodwill is incredibly cheap until it's ungodly expensive. Mm-hmm. Of, of endearing yourself to comedians in these early stages, when things shift, they will remember that. And building that good reputation early on, and and building a, a good relationship with people, it's and not exploiting them. <laughs> Yeah, right away. yeah, and we're trying our best to, not yeah. to. Yeah, and you guys are yeah. Yeah, above and beyond on that. Um, but um, but I think that's one of the things is like, what's the point of being super successful if everyone fucking hates you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, yeah, if everyone fucking that. hates you, the second anything goes bad for you, people will, will dance like, put grave. their shoes on to dance on your grave. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Again, yeah, we're not we missing just... the ticket sales at all. Right. And. If people are not only coming to these shows and that we're giving them stage time, if comics are giving them stage time, but some of them are also like making more money than they like. They, they're getting paid to perform, and they mm-hmm. I don't even know yeah, if they have. Yeah, that's not. Well, Randall Lotus for mm-hmm. a long yeah. Randall Lotus, who who runs your who used to run uh, a show, 
was saying the Venmo donations ended up being the highest he's ever been paid for a spot in New York City. Just just asking the crowd to Venmo him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Isn't, yeah that, that's and, and that and that's that's crazy. Yeah, that I is mean, crazy. But it's interesting how yeah you can get paid more than in donations like, than more in donations yeah. for sure, and, and yeah. a lot of our shows are donation based. Mm-hmm. But you can get paid more for like a show in Brooklyn on a rooftop mm-hmm. and some shows at some clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to hear a little bit about like the promotional aspect or like how you guys how have you kind of your audience. Yeah. How did you build your audience and how did you kind of, those are big crowds. Night yeah. Night, right? Every time I'm like, it's 1130. What the hell? Yeah. It's full of people. That's awesome. Sometimes we're surprised too. I but, know. but, um, well, we, start? we built our list through this, all the zoom shows. So that's where yeah. we got all our fans and you know, yeah. And our, then, our zoom shows were free. Yeah. We, um, just donations or whatever. Yeah. Donations. donations right. Yeah. Um, but we were doing so many that we had a email list of 200 people. Um, and after zoom, after the peak of zoom, mm-hmm. we were at 2200 or something. Wow. Like that. And then we started our first um, rooftop show in July, mid July. Um, with yeah. Mallory Brown. There was switched. that like weird two, three weeks where everyone was like, are we doing a thing? Yeah. <laughs> are we going to do what a thing? Yeah. 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 I'm going to do it. Yeah. And the weird yeah. thing is we actually had a storefront. So in between all of this, we had a really oh, yeah, failed opportunity that. that we just don't even mention. But yeah. uh, don't you want to think about so it. So we had the tiny, the tiny cupboard as a, as a tiny studio. Um, we got a store. We got a store right right near it, um, mm-hmm. and we were gonna start doing comedy shows there yeah, with Mallory true. too, because yeah. she she pre-COVID. was already like pre COVID, yeah. right? Um, and uh, we actually ran one punk punk show there. Cool. That, that got a lot of complaints, yeah. and the landlord <laughs> kicked us out. Bad <laughs> <laughs> New York City. It's kind of fun. Have so, you really lived if you haven't gotten kicked out by the landlord? You know? If they let you stay, is it even punk rock? Uh, it's not. That's no, yeah, yeah, we, we don't regret yeah, it. We you should put it on punk rock for the first one. That's an interesting fact about Brooklyn. You might know this, but uh, Manhattan has Comedy Cellar, Comedy, uh, The Stand, Stand Up New York, New York Comedy Club, two locations. Uh, LOL, Broadway, uh, uh, West Side, uh, at least eight. Brooklyn has only one comedy club. Yeah. Eastville. Yeah. Eastville. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. So... Um, I don't, what is Brooklyn House of Comedy? Is that, is that a club? I wouldn't call it a, I wouldn't club, call it a club, but it's like an event space. Oh, okay. oh, okay. I don't really know. I, I, hope, I hope they get yeah. about at all. Because <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, know, I know they say that on their website, like, we're the only comedy club in Brooklyn. Okay, um, well, never mind. Two <laughs> comedy clubs in Brooklyn. No, I, but I don't know. I don't but, even know. Yeah, I don't know what Brooklyn House of Comedy is. Yeah, me really. neither. I think Brooklyn House of Comedy's slogan is, I'm with stupid. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, so you had this storefront immediately got kicked out. Yeah. Pretty much immediately, and if and you're gonna fail, fail fast. Right. That's actually um, extremely true. So, yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> um, so whatever, and then COVID hit, so it was a but it was a huge blessing. Yeah, huge yes. um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, so we built our email list mainly through Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we had a couple other things like meet a meetup group. We were on Airbnb oh, Experience. True. Yeah. Um, but when July came. We we started doing one show, and then it was like it was like a couple like two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday. Yeah. And we simply just sent an email out to our list mm-hmm. of like two thousand something. Wow. Mm-hmm. And we just said like blah blah blah. Here's our shows. Yeah. Um and uh. And a lot of them are from New York, so that was, I bet yeah. yeah. And then and then I guess. I guess people found us on Meetup too, mm-hmm. and then on Eventbrite just organically. Yeah. And then the producers themselves, since we like 
since we uh, there's kind of an advantage when everyone is like promoting the shows like yeah. when totally. it's not just us but like every single one of our producers yeah. is like working together to promote their show but mm-hmm. indirectly us at the same time mm-hmm. yeah everyone no, uplifts mean, each other having a location where there's consistent comedy and you know exactly like, yeah. okay because i feel like audiences you know you're you're not like okay on wednesday i want to like you know, I'm specifically going to that show. You're like, I'm free on Wednesday. Yeah. Where can I go to see comedy? Right, you know? exactly. And then their schedule doesn't, you know, evolve that. Right. Around that. Do, do I have to work that night or not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, we weren't selling out, right? Like, our first oh. show had 15 people. Yeah, and that's so a lot of them were friends. Yeah, it was a crowd. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, not ashamed of it at all. But we, our it's... audio quality sucked. <laughs> our, the lighting sucked. We didn't have, yeah, we didn't have good lights. Our, I'm, I'm, I wasn't, I'm still like, I'm embarrassed where our lighting was like three weeks ago, honestly. Um, I feel like we, we, we're continuing to like Isn't it funny evolve. how you become like, like through this, like we've been doing the Now and Then show and yeah. I'm like, yeah. I just ordered these lights that are out there and I'm like, I don't know, I need to look up how, where are the lights supposed to be? Like, where's good for yeah, my setup? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Right. Now I'm going to become right. like a lighting engineer. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Where where should the yeah setup of the yeah. room? Where should the stage best yeah. be? Exactly. All these yeah. little things that you normally yeah. don't think about. You just no, walk yeah. in and exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we flipped it. Exactly. Yeah. And we 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 had the stage on one side, and we couldn't hear as well because the train was affecting it. Right. We put it to the other side. Now oh. you can hear over the train, but then the only person that can't hear is the comics. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's okay because the song is. Yeah. I, I remember the first time I did a set there, I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, I was like, "Oh." They could hear me just fine. Yeah, they, yeah. it was on me. As Everyone long as you can hear you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Then you're okay. Yeah. So, but you're you're totally right. Like we all became like lighting experts and sound engineers. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> because we're not gonna hire someone for like I'm not gonna pay you two thousand dollars to do sound YouTube videos. Right. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. And trial and error. Try, yeah. Trial and error. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we had we had four shows. Um, I think it was just four. It was four. It was Mallory, July. Mallory Bryant, Brittany Brave, mm-hmm. Natalie Cuomo, and Phil Riston, mm-hmm. and and that was two on Friday, two on Saturday. Mm-hmm. They okay. were getting to the point. Mm-hmm. You, well, I was just gonna say that we expanded in August. But. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you started adding more, yeah. more yeah. spots. Yeah, and they weren't really selling out. They were just they were growing a little bit more every mm-hmm. time. Like there were thirty people, like fifteen people at, at first, then maybe thirty, um, and then sometimes back to twenty. And then mm-hmm. sometimes it'd be like forty, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and we were like already like okay we we had enough because mm-hmm. we were still doing Zoom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we were like doing Zoom shows Monday through Friday through Thursday mm-hmm. and the real life shows and we're like we don't want to add any more shows yeah but, and, and but, but then we were like but then someone else reached out and was like oh can we do a show on Tuesday and then we were like. Uh, might as well. <laughs> yeah. Can't say no to anything. Yeah. Yeah. And then once we had Tuesday, and that was Ambush Comedy. It was, yeah, And their show was amazing. Who's is that? Uh, that's Brittany Carvall, David Piccolomini, and, and uh, Lucas, Lucas Connolly. Cool. I remember they yeah. were, I remember when they were thinking about doing it live again. And, yeah. Uh, asking about, I had a conversation oh, with them about that. I yeah. did the show after that one night. And I yeah, that with was Anne, yeah. Crazy oh, yeah. crowd. And they, I feel like they mostly stuck around. Mm. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. You do one an hour long show every hour on the hour, more or less. <laughs> I mean, it's not quite like that, but everyone starts late, and uh, <laughs> we're, we're still working that out. But it's, it's, yeah. it reminds me of the comedy store in a, in a cool way. There's been a couple of clubs in history that do this, where they just start a show 
they start there. There's not shows. It's just the the night starts. At it's just a blend. It's a blend, of <laughs> and the comic brings the next comic brings the next comic, yeah. and then that just goes. Uh, the, the that's honestly what it, what it is. It is. It's just a giant yeah. clusterfuck. Of <laughs> which, I mean, really great clubs have followed that format. The store still does that. Mm. The seller. I don't know if the seller did that. There's not many New York clubs who do that. Yeah, because you can't. The money is. I think it's a harder financial model. Well, um, we're doing but, it like accidentally almost. Like it was, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, but still great. Poor, poor logistics and like because everyone goes over. It everyone and goes everyone over, starts 15 yeah. minutes late, and the audience doesn't show up for, for 15 minutes. <laughs> I did a spot in broad daylight, like a 5:30 spot. I was first on the show, and I I kind of bombed for like eight <laughs> eight or ten people, and then I come off stage just like kind of looking my wounds, and someone walks up like, "Hey, I run the next show. You want to do a spot on that one?" <laughs> so an hour later, I'm going up in front of the same 10 people plus another 30 people. Yeah, exactly. Like, do I do the same? Did you series? crush? That well, it was forty people. So it was it was way more fun. I had a lot yeah. more fun. I did different material. Yeah, and yeah I yeah. built rapport with at least ten of the audience. So. Yeah, they're like, this guy's back. <laughs> he's looked a lot in the past hour. <laughs> he looks he's really found his voice since five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah five thirty. God, that was the weirdest part about doing comedy when like. I was like, are you still on Slack right now? Like, you guys are working currently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the shows keep it's moving up earlier. Yeah, because like, when it was like getting darker and darker. Yeah, right, right, right. Because yeah. you got to have your lighting. Well, the lighting. park's like, they look. Yeah. It's cold. Central oh, right. Like, that. like they yeah. lock the fields and shit. Mm. Who does really? it? I got, yeah. I got shouted off a stage by a park ranger. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of my... Imagine like, being a park ranger at Central Park. Park ranger oh sounds like kind of badass. You're like, oh, you deal with bears? Like, not Central Park. Um... And, I, and I, what I hear from comics is that the later the show is in the parks, the better it is. Yeah, it's very true. Mm. But, but it, it just closes. depends on the park. It depends. Uh, yeah, the the Central Park ones are like... parts of uh, Central Park that you can go to. It's the fence-in areas that are off. Cheap Sale. Tom Bean has a spot up on like uh, 100th. Mm, yeah. In Central Park. I've seen that and show. That's been really fun. There's something, something really weird about, you know, not all comedy has to be saying something bad, but a lot of comedy is saying something vulnerable or, or mm-hmm. uh, a little dark and... It's better to not watch people's faces while you say totally. you know, you know, like, There's some jokes where I'm like, I'm skipping on like, 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 just say yeah, something bad and, yeah, and yeah. not... And they're like... I have a Slack notification. I gotta go. Shit. Well, yeah, anyway, we added that Tuesday show, and then... All right, we're like, okay, we're already doing, we're doing Tuesday, might as well add Wednesday. Yeah. And then, and then it just kept on, like, okay, we're doing we just Wednesday. Kept adding. Might as well do Sunday. Yeah. Um, and now we're doing, we're in October, we have mm. more than 80 shows this month. Jeez, yeah. wow. I mean, the yeah. math makes sense if you add it up, because it's like four shows. No, I, I get it, but it's weird when you hear, like, the, the magnitude of, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's totally. so, like, I mean, you're prof- providing performance opportunities for thousands of comedians. Yeah, that's that's really, <laughs> dude, like that's really cool. Yeah, that's Thank really you. cool. Just because Thank you guys you. were just like, eh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. And you seem to really understand the. There are. It's 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 what makes comedy very interesting to me is it's an art form, but it's also a business. Mm-hmm. There is this. I know people want to like they want to focus fully on the jokes, but like the one thing that this time is maybe appreciate is just mm-hmm. how much work goes into creating the space that's conducive to good comedy. And if you don't have that, the show is going to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter how good of comics there are. That's been the yeah. weirdest part is watching comics where I'm like, they're, yeah, they're bomb, killer. Yeah, these, this, these, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So it's a, it's a huge piece of right. the puzzle. No, no, it's, it's huge. And there's, there's so many different variables. Like, 
Yeah. There's advantages that some like amphitheaters have certain advantages because you have you can fit so many people in them. True. And I'm, but I'm sure there's also like disadvantages of of, of them right. as well. Because they always well, have to relocate. It's not a controlled. Re- so one of the things oh, that's yeah. good about Tiny Covered is you guys mm-hmm. know who's up there. Like yes. everyone's there for comedy. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. They come yeah. to the show. You yeah. don't have like kids running around in the amphitheater behind. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. Like okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It can be really good, but there's just more options for distraction. I was like. I had this guy, a crazy guy, run up to me with a backpack and like while I was on stage at one point during a park and like take it like I was like, okay, hello. And he like kept kind of trying to engage with me and I'm like doing my set, but also like, what? Right, he's exactly. taking his backpack off and was going through his backpack. I was like, am I about to get like attacked? <laughs> like what is going on? And then he took out a comb and starts brushing his beard at me. Oh my and I was God. like, all right, I don't know. Like this is, how am I going to do my closer? All right, bye. <laughs> Someone else deal with this. <laughs> and I got lectured by a, an anti-Semitic woman for four minutes. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, so that's for you. And it's, yeah. it's yeah. I mean, good we, lord, it's had, really good training. Let me tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Do that, and you can handle a heckler. We've had very few. We've had only one incident with a heckler, I think. When? Yeah, you're on oh, this. Do I know about this one? Yeah, you, you do. Know about yeah, this yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the heckler yeah. happened to be holding the microphone and talking to you. But yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that was like the only that time. That was the only and, time, and, yeah. And there's been, you know, there's been thousands of people out there. Yeah. Now, that's something yeah. I can't understand, and I want to know if you have an explanation for it. And, <laughs> and pre-COVID times, when I had a show in Bushwick, there was a, a little bit of me was like, Ugh, okay, let's see what's going to make them groan that I didn't even realize was well, problematic. It's so very know, Brooklyn. It's very woke. It's very right. cool. The difference of the crowds yeah. between Manhattan and Brooklyn is it's pretty vast. Like, and, and Bushwick in particular was a very sensitive place. I've noticed every set I do on, on your, at mm-hmm. your venue, uh, there's not that sensitivity. There's an understanding that these are mean jokes and mm-hmm. I may be facetious, but I'm clearly... Uh, on the same side as most of the crowd members, and and I I don't know why I don't know why I'm I don't pushing know. all places. Yeah, yeah. So it might be a, it might be I a post COVID thing, or it might, it might be, it might be that. I also think it's like part of me thinks that because people went all the way out of the way mm-hmm. to go in this weird building up these weird staircases, like, and they're not like going for a club or like touristy thing. They're like yeah, just like they're they're locals. They're right. local. And they're happy to be there. They're happy to be, yeah. Like. That, that experience, by the way, you, you walk past a bodega and there's a door that doesn't look like anything and yeah. a guy standing in front of him, like, looking for a comedy show, and he points you up a, I know. a rickety staircase, so three floors up, and then you weave through like, a labyrinth past the, the public thing bathroom, ever. and then you walk outside onto a narrow <laughs> staircase no, but with it's a, like, a flimsy handrail, and, and then you're like, this can't be it, this can't be it, this can't be it. And, you, oh, and then you come up to like 50 people, and then yeah. Friday night lights in your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's also an advantage. Like all these weird things that most people would see as disadvantages mm-hmm. are actually like things that people talk about the most. Right. Our rickety staircase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like this. The cellar has that. You you walk down into this. So many so many shows have shot that, but you walk down this staircase from right, the staircase right, right, right. street. That's true. And it yeah. feels like you're entering a dungeon or a cave. Yeah. And yeah. That shared experience of exactly. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. And I, think I, I was listening to um, Tuesday with stories. Um, Joe List was talking about his experience at the Tiny mm-hmm. Cupboard, and it was like this this whole thing. Like he, he talked about the area that we were in, like how it was a kind of a sketchy area. <laughs> he couldn't find the venue. He yeah. finally found it, but then he had booked a show at you with with you actually, 
So he had to go back to Messerol Street or something. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then he had to, like, come back and, like, go up these staircases and, like, fear for his life. But it's, like, a whole story. And yeah. it's, like, small things like that that kind of, that just, like, give us an advantage. Yeah. yeah. It gives people an experience. Like Stuff a unique, to talk about. Yeah. Um, and it's just... It has grown through word of mouth. Like, yeah. Um, People are excited to come out and do things and support, you yeah. know, the different audiences and mm-hmm. stuff like that, or like the different performers. And I don't know. It's been a really interesting time. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. What are your, um, what's, what's next? Oh, yeah. Um, we, <laughs> we, we definitely have a lot of different directions. I'm sure you have a lot of we, plans. Yeah, you guys don't do. seem to be lacking in those. <laughs> um, we have a storefront downstairs. Oh, we're trying it's to get version two. <laughs> this one, I feel like it'll work. It, yeah, um, because they do allow indoors stuff right now. The indoors. So they do. It's they weird because but... we're like keeping a pulse on it. Like, what is yeah. like Eastville's doing some stuff and yeah, Eastville's not... having some great trivia shows. Oh, <laughs> and comedy funny, funny dinners. Some great trivia nights. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think someone described it as like comedy cellar, funny dinners at the comedy cellar. Mm, yeah. It's so fun reading the email, <laughs> reading the coded language. <laughs> it's all just code. Um, because certain things, I guess I should clarify, certain things are allowed right now. It's twenty five percent capacity indoors and. Trivia is allowed, and I think some other things that it, are. And I think that's why one of the things well, that's really annoying. from comedy, so it's really annoying. But, yeah, you know. they've arbitrarily decided that comedy is not okay. So it's very where you're like, why, why, but, why yeah. is trivia okay? Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. like, it doesn't does, make it, sense. No, it doesn't. And the thing is, like, where does comedy end, and where does something else begin? And that, mm-hmm. that's kind of the direction that we're thinking. It's very prohibition. That sounded yeah. so f- philosophical, but it was actually a very business statement. I really like, <laughs> yeah. the end and life They were began. like, Le- legally, <laughs> legally, though. Um, legally. <laughs> but no, but seriously, because, uh, like, you can't really draw the line. Like, w- like, what is the difference in comedy and telling jokes and et cetera? Um, so th- to point out that absurdity, to kind of play with that absurdity, we're, we're like, one of our ideas is, like, opening as, like, a religious institution and we, um, we mentioned this on the podcast earlier about how she would do a musical show. Yeah, she would do a ukulele show, a secular musical show. <laughs> I and I like, compared it to the Satanic Church because they love to break <laughs> those. Yeah, oh, they find oh, loopholes. They loop say all oh, yeah. law. Yeah. There's people who, who who get religious exemption from certain laws, and they're like, well. My religion mm. says this, which means I can do this. Yeah. I literally yeah. walked into Guitar Center and I was like, what is your cheapest instrument that doesn't need a mouth? <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. When a law, like, it's nice to follow a law, like, most of the time, especially if it's, like, if it's Listen, right. We're all, we're all yeah, mm-hmm. law-abiding But it's it, 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 yeah. the flimsiness of certain rules. Yeah. Or something that they and, I mean, if, it's, if it's just arbitrary and, then, like, if the law doesn't seem like, like, if it, if it's, if it doesn't seem actually suppose. ethical, then I think... You, you start looking for loopholes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and so I think, and we're not going to open up indoors unless people are comfortable indoors. Yeah. And I'm not convinced that they are right now, but I think they, I really hope they will be by December. Yeah. Um, um, but religious it's fucking better. Yeah. <laughs> Shakes his fist. Yeah. <laughs> um, our, yeah, our idea of having like recruiting a religion called like, it's kind of a spoof of Scientology and like, um, uh, Judaism and yeah. things like that, but it's going to be like the Church of like the Church humor. of Comedy. Humor. Yeah, the Church of Comedy, essentially. Dude, you guys, you, you guys could do that and like get all the clubs to do it as well. Register themselves as churches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why, why you have, you ever, have you ever read I'm Dying Up Here? A book about how comedians couldn't unionize in the 70s. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, say, what if this was our union? A religious yeah. cult? <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool so funny. Oh, my God. And we can like sell like like 
You're like, you can well, make we can only like have wine. We can't have liquor. <laughs> but they're allowed wine. Yeah, exactly. Like, drinking the wine is part of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, For your religious experience. Yeah. And there's all, so many fun things we can do with their we Try the sacrament. It's just nachos. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we uh, can... My Catholic schoolgirl's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> so burning in your chest for you yeah. to wear a cross. <laughs> and another reason why we want to go in in this kind of weird direction is because we don't want to just be another like place like another comedy club mm-hmm. um our the big advantage we have with the rooftop is like it's just so, it's so weird but it also works yeah it's cool we need it to be something that people talk about and and it needs to be remarkable enough mm-hmm. where like you guys it's a, it's a unique thing yeah. to do and also i mean there's no way that like you know maybe there's a couple months there where it gets cold mm-hmm. and we figure out some sort of like you know indoor yeah maybe you go back to zoom for a little bit who knows yeah. that's the worst case scenario who knows the real thing but that's the thing is this that this was a cold night and people I know yeah, yeah people they, are shivering show up. I know yeah, yeah. Like, like the rain and stuff like that they're like we don't give a shit yeah. exactly it we had the weirdest show. show when it was pouring rain and everyone was I the audience that, was yeah. fully there but they were like I know. That was crazy. Yeah. You should have canceled, but <laughs> it, <laughs> gave me, it was yeah, an inspirational poster. We, we arrived, and it wasn't raining, and we were like, okay, looking at the forecast, and it was like not supposed to. It was one of those weird nights. Where yeah. the I remember we, we canceled that night. Um, we should have, but the audience was already there, and we yeah. were like, I texted all the comics, I'm like, you don't have to come, but there's people here expecting to see comedy. And there were and people calling while it was raining. Trying to 15 come. 15 minutes before the show, being like, did y'all sell out? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> we sold out. You cannot come. No. Also, are you insane? I was yeah. 100% soaked. I literally yeah. adjusted the tent I, I at one know. point. I got slammed with water. I was just like, okay. We people had audience like, sitting under umbrellas. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's amazing. It was like, really cool, though. Yeah, that I is think, really cool. That's why I think this, like, people always say, like, what are you going to do? winter like we're gonna take it out take day by day right we don't know like everyone says like new york's gonna be shut down in winter again like everything's gonna be dead but i don't know like people are clearly they want to go out they They want to be outside yeah they don't want to be stuck inside again right and if (laughs) if they're gonna be cold then they'll be people are cold in russia i had a great premise about that premise for a joke of a new yorkers love doing things and going out and the culture of like it's not that their culture is just they hate their apartment. <laughs> They're like, Everyone lives in a you know what? Exactly. Like my apartment's cold. Yeah. No, that's so true. Sucks. Like, I'm not a fan of I'll theater. I just don't want to listen to my roommates. Fuck. <laughs> exactly. Here, I'll sit in this chair. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you'd rather go out like and be than uncomfortable. Just be in your apartment. Yeah. And be yeah. stuck in your apartment. Yeah. But it's it's one of the things I've I've really learned to love about this city is is people's hunger for mm-hmm. activity. Oh, and yeah. Culture. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm. I don't know what we'll do, and we have a couple different ways we can pivot. Yeah. But we'll do something. Yeah. We'll I'm not worried. Someone yeah. asked me the other day, yeah. how long do you think uh, outdoors or outdoor shows are going to go into the winter? And I said, three weeks longer than they probably should. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. It's so true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're 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 like um, we're shopping for different sp- like we have. So, like, we have the, the main plan in mind. We can stay on the roof. There's an alleyway that we can use. There's a storefront that we can use. We're shopping for other spaces that we might be able there's to move the into. There's the sewer system, of course. <laughs> yeah, the sewer shows. Yeah, maybe that's the newest thing. Our bouncers are giant and Newton turtles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I was going to say something about the turtles as well. <laughs> yeah, they're poking their head out of the sewer. Uh, I, I like that idea. <laughs> 
Um, no, it'd be, oh God, I always thought it'd be really cool to do one in like an old, not that you're like allowed to go in these, but like an old subway platform. Oh, yeah. You know how they have oh, some like yeah. old abandoned ones? Yeah. yeah. You guys seem like the people who can like make that. <laughs> make that happen. But you know that one that's like under downtown Manhattan that's like dead now because it was a risk. They like closed the subway oh, line into right, it. Right, right, right. But if you don't get off one of the trains, it like takes you over to there. I've seen like a tour advertising. <laughs> really? But yeah. that'd be awesome, yeah. Right? Wouldn't Aww. that be, it'd be a bitch to coordinate. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many weird spaces like that in New York that like, vacant spaces that aren't being used for anything else that that like we could rent out or someone else can rent out um or I, I, you don't have to rent it but like to partner with them in some way yeah um there's there's a space for for it i feel yeah. like mm-hmm. for something like there's warehouses yeah we were even thinking about going to new jersey for the for the winter um because Boo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not moving to New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hardest part would we would, then we would have to get a car and yeah, and then drive there every time we have a show. But, but what's yeah. going on in the studio space right now? Right now it's storage. It's just, yeah, uh, we just have all room. the stock, yeah. but we also do rent it out to two or three video producers mm-hmm. and uh, podcasters slash musicians during the day. Yeah, um, oh, cool. That's and that, good to know. that helps us pay the rent there. Yeah. Um, and then you guys have a basement too. We do, yeah, but it's, it's just not ready. It's not. I can yeah. yeah, there was a flood there, and uh, the landlord was like, um, she was hoping it'd be ready by this winter, but uh, it's gonna be another yeah. year. That would have been yeah. ideal. On it. That would have been, been ideal because it's yeah. huge. It's as big as the rooftop, mm-hmm. but it's probably not. we're patient. We're, we're gonna play the long game, and since this is working, we're gonna do this for a long time. Yeah, hopefully. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, you guys have learned a lot of lessons super, super quick. I think we've all, like, if you're going to be doing something right now, you're you're going to have to learn. You're going to have to be adaptable. And yeah. You can't, like, try to pretend, like, you can do things the old way. Right, exactly. yeah. And yeah. we're, not, we're also not really afraid of failing. Like, yeah, yeah. we've failed Long so rock. many times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is cool. This is, like, more of, like, an entrepreneurship, like, you know, these are like yeah. all of those, like when you're like 10 lessons for entrepreneurs, <laughs> fail fast, like don't be afraid to take risks, but like, think like, you know, like know when to pull out. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and yeah. And yeah. we've learned so many lessons like that. And mm-hmm. there's other things that we didn't talk about yet, or we didn't talk about that keep us afloat mm-hmm. that, that enable us to take risks. Any, anything specifically that you think would be interesting to kind of like go over that we haven't covered? Well, okay, so one thing that I feel like is supporting us to all ends, and this is the reason why we can do this, is we live in an apartment that we, we deliberately found an apartment with a big basement, mm-hmm. and uh, we, that we put six beds down there. Yeah. And we just so rent like them all out. Hostel. Oh my God. Yeah. And we live you above guys are such above So y'all started Project Mayhem. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, that pays for our that pays for our basic living so that yeah. even if we fail we still have a place to come back to mm-hmm. and we still have food that we yeah. can pay. so we don't give a shit about failing <laughs> that's cool um we say that to new comics on this show probably every couple episodes of uh, one of the best things a comedian can have is a stable job outside of comedy so they can do yes the comedy they want to do well, not yeah, the comedy they have to do have right exactly. not... that's our stable job yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's important. And it's it not glamorous and it's not it's sexy, not, but it sure can lead to cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. And what's cool is it's not a nine to five. It's just it's just like just, a thing that it does require a lot of sacrifices, but mm-hmm. it 
the personal it, it can invade our personal boundaries sometimes yeah um, a lot of times but it's also yeah, uh, six is, uh, uh, six audience members <laughs> no it really is because <laughs> that's half the time to fill up a tiny room we would just like have a couple and this was back when people were traveling so yeah. people would go in and out and they would just all come to the shows so we would have we would have foreign audience members <laughs> but now it's different because everyone's there long term yeah um yeah. But still, uh, no. I, yeah, I think but, I think that's actually really important to note. Like just yeah. being able to diversify your your portfolio, as I may. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. Um, I have a, at least a couple more questions. Yeah, um, you've now watched a lot of. Oh comedy. my god! Yes. Oh my god! We've oh, seen a lot. Lots yes. of probably lots of bad. Lots of, <laughs> and you probably are now beyond just someone who who knows comedy understands the, the ecosystem, the trends in comedy, the styles, uh, whoa, what's that been like? Uh, oh, yeah. You're almost in a position where if you wanted to be managers or agents, you could probably, you, you, you have a resume. To oh, I think you right. could, yeah. No, we, we could. A lot of great managers and agents started as people who just started booking a weekly show. Yeah. yeah. And signed to Burlstein or something. <laughs> you No, you're, you're so right. Like, uh... We, we probably knew nothing yep. about comedy. Well, well, I mean, we, we knew a little bit, but... Yeah, we knew, like, we knew like John Mulaney and... Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Good I mean... He's... Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, yeah. We, we're, like, we're, we're, big, we're big fans of, like, John Mulaney and Ali yeah. Wong. And, um, and we're just, like, fans of those, like, famous people, you know? Right, right. sure. Um, yeah. Normal, yeah. Normal, yeah, I guess that's normal, right? Um, we didn't really know comics... We didn't really know anything about the comedy scene until mm-hmm. we started doing like these shows, mm-hmm. and now I feel like we have like a decent grasp or a solid grasp on like who's pretty good and like right. or like you know who's, who's who. gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, you're seeing people who will blow up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And we're seeing a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, you're right. Like I think mm-hmm. we we can easily book a show now. We, we know it'll be a good, a good show, and we like. Mm-hmm. Would you guys ever do in-house shows? Like you're unproduced? Yeah. Obviously. The only reason we're not. (laughs) The only reason we're not is because it's like another thing that we have to worry about. And totally. It's already (laughs) like Laura knows. It's a, God, it's it's more work than you think. I I mean, our shows pre-pandemic were in-house. Like we were, I was booking them, but I didn't know who the hell anyone was. I was (laughs) like, yeah, come, come, come. But I didn't really care about quality at the time because it was just more like a, it was something we were advertising on Airbnb experience. And it was like, it wasn't like a big deal. Yeah. Um, but now that's totally different. You were yeah. saying something? Oh, no, I just, yeah. I mean, Laura produces a show and it's been a great experience and any comic produces a show, you get the benefit of uh, some money, but mostly just no. the ability. We, you we do take, it so we you take get, all the money and put yeah. it right back into mm-hmm. people love, DJ photographer yeah. and all right. that. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. all those Every expenses. Yeah. And everything else goes to the wait staff. Yeah. Yeah, comics are motivated by the stage time they get out of it. And exactly. The reputation they build out of it and the ability to come to people's shows, they all do it for none of those things. It's, yeah. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. It, it, is, it is to us too. Mm-hmm. But we're in a position now where we have like four thousand people on our email list. Mm-hmm. We wow. have um, all these connections to producers and, and to comics. Mm-hmm. So we feel like and healthy snacks and healthy snacks, and healthy actual snacks. healthy snacks, yeah. almonds, and like well, yeah, when I just... show up there, I don't have to eat Cheetos because I'm starving. <laughs> it does make me feel bad about myself. We're working on the snack it's, snack it's, game. Yeah. It means a lot. <laughs> Um, but now we're in a position where like we can pivot to different spaces and like mm-hmm. have a bunch of different spaces and like we have a list and we have connections and so mm-hmm. it'll be easier to do whatever we do next. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, I think we just need a little bit more, like, more people to help us, and then we can, like, do other projects, like, produce a show or for sure. something else. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're kind of at the point, well, obviously figuring out the weather stuff, you know. Yeah. And, and then bringing people on. Yeah. yeah. Which is, well, that's a whole do you want to talk about hiring a little bit? Yeah, what's the, what's the, well, should be a decent amount of people. Resume. Yeah, what are you, what are you, what are you looking for? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you can well, like, our staff and whatnot. Oh, like yeah, and there's just like the people that we we've been adding. Oh yeah, lately. so like we now we have two bartenders mm-hmm. or like a bartender and bar back, and then we hired someone to help with like running our website, like updating it, and then also our weekly up weekly email. Yeah. So that helps a lot. I yeah, because that stuff it's it doesn't sound like a whole lot, but yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But every week we have to add twenty new events to our website, mm-hmm. make sure all the links work. Make sure the lineups are accurate. Then put it on our weekly email, and then like we're spending all of Monday and Tuesday doing that, and then and then we're just you guys like, also need to like rest. At some yeah, point too. exactly. <laughs> yeah, we sleep till one every day because we because <laughs> because no, it but it's it's just because just we we're we, so we're yeah. so we're so burnt out. Yeah, <laughs> but it but it's it's all been worth it for sure. Yeah, um, cool. Yeah. Um, any advice you have to people thinking about producing a show or who have or to comics. producing a show? To, or to comics, um, yeah. actually. I'd love, I bet there's... Those are two separate. Well, I mean, you guys work with pretty good people, but just, you know, tips for, for how, yeah. To, yeah. how to be a good producer, you know? Yeah. In terms or, of interacting with Things you wish you had known, I guess. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, we have, we have so many people, like, sucking up to us now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, we only had you so we can get booked. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like as you said, like we're we've been watching comedy and like mm-hmm. watching, just like observing how people get booked. Yeah. And a lot of it's like we notice it's just like if you hang out there. Yeah. But not if you're a suck not, up. Yeah. But part Top of my mind. It's uh, it's like yeah. more just about socializing, being likable, being, being funny. funny. Yeah, like... that's the third thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you get pretty far if you're just friendly. Don't suck. Yeah. 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 And a- and ask for things in a way that's not like too mm. like I need not entitled. Right. Yeah, but not being right. also not being afraid to ask. Exactly. exactly. There's yeah. the line between some people are like I don't want to ask to be on this show or something, but we mm-hmm. see that with women because. We talk a lot about women, yeah. women's experience yeah. in comedy versus men's, and women can be so good and still so afraid to ask for things. Uh, I, men I would say like I probably giving. it's like a one to four ratio in terms of women who has to be on the show versus men, and uh, it's wild. Granted, yeah. there are more men, so I'm sure that'll accommodate for some of it. But like, you know, at the high level, like, you know, not that. Also, intense. the women who ask are like the way qualified. Ask, are you kidding? Yeah. Of course, you can go on. Like, right. all, yeah. like, are you available? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. But I, I think that's so important. It's like asking for, can I be on the show in a way that's not entitled? Right. Um, and it's that's really simple, but but that's definitely one of the components. Mm-hmm. Um, can I give my little cheat code to anyone who's wondering how to ask to be on a show? Uh, this is throw this out. My, I oh, love this. this. Is my strategy? I always do this. Never put the person in a position where they have to answer you. I always. It's never a question. It's mm-hmm. always. If you ever have room, I would love to do your show. Mm-hmm. Not can you? Exactly. Exactly. That, that exactly. makes then, then then if it's left on red, then yeah, there's like, no hard feelings. Right. Yeah. Right. They don't exactly. feel pressure, and yeah. then the less you back them in the corner, the more likely they are to give you that. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Yeah, and then and the, I'm the same in the same way that comics has to be on shows. The producers 
reach out to us. Like, like so many producers are reaching out to us that they want to show. And um, we don't, we choose producers. We like, we prefer to have a producer who's like not as good, like not as like, um, like experience. Yeah. Or we like to, we just like to have ones that we like and we want to grow with them as opposed to someone that's like entitled and it's just kind of, it feels almost like some producers that they're just using us for our body in a way. <laughs> yeah. Like they just, they don't, they don't want a relationship yeah, with us. They don't care about us. They just want a space. And that's yeah. It. They just we want the space and, yeah. and they don't think of us as like collaborators. Yeah. Um, right. And then, which is interesting. Cause like for you guys, I think that's one of the things that's really cool about the cup. Like you guys are super involved in there, mm-hmm. but like for instance, at now and then the bar owner's awesome, but like, not really involved. He's not gonna. Yeah. And, 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 and that's what, like, if fine. you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, right. it's, a, it's a knock yourself out. Kind of <laughs> He's always yeah. like, you look yeah, just scared of me. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, I guess they're just, they're just getting it's bar sales or something? Completely different. Yeah, yeah. they get, they get bar it's, sales. It's a broad and... venue. They do a variety burlesque show after your show. and Yeah. yeah. We were the first and... show. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And that it's seems just, like it's a cool place. But I think it's like, people are coming in, and then of course you have to, like, Everyone right now is in such a fragile space with their egos, like where they came from before the pandemic to now. And exactly. Like, you and, know, like... And they, they're entitled and I think they, they need a spot. Yeah. It's tough because the rules have all kind of shifted a little bit. Right. And ultimately it's like, you know, you guys are in a position to be like, I just want to work with cool people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Yeah. Is there something of like picking an underdog? We like that. We like yeah. underdogs. They're, yeah. they're, you did a show. You did Anne Van Epps' show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Anna's great. Like we like. It. She's performed she's with us never, in a tiny room. Yeah. She's never produced a show before, but she's like. She's never produced a show. Earnest yeah. and sweet. Yeah. And, yes, every, and she's, yeah. she's really awkward. Really awkward. <laughs> she's really, really funny. funny. Yeah. And every week. She can't help but be funny. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> every week her show gets better and better. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's yeah. Every week, like she went from having like okay, ten tickets sold. To like forty tickets sold, mm-hmm. fifty eight sold last week. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah. And it just keeps getting better. Now mm-hmm. she has Rosebud and, and Mary Beth Barone on it. Yeah, just Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's cool. We like to watch. We like to grow with people and like have a relationship mm-hmm. as opposed to just like working with someone who's just like, yeah, let me use your space. I can get. Right. And that, and we also don't want people who've never been at our space and they don't understand what we're doing exactly because then then they don't get it yeah they don't get it or or we don't feel like they respect us as much or they're being fake or something because they've never actually seen it and this is what i think is so important for people to realize is like the amount of this is your baby like Mm -hmm. how much work you guys are putting in and sacrifice like you're like you've earned the right we're not like you you can be picky like you can have some like you gotta be cool and like just you gotta be cool and some of the things is just being being nice to all the different people that are part of the comedy industry yeah like the waiters and the wait staff like the seller like you every week every week and like being able to just have a good relationship with them because they're making this happen just as much as you know like the performers are an integral part Mm. very much so obviously it's gotta be a good show it's gotta be good but as this has shown Mm -hmm. without the the spots and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like it's not gonna happen so I don't know. I think that's one of the easiest ways to tell if someone's like, if I'm not gonna like someone is like, if they're shitty to to people who aren't necessarily on the stage. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. we've got it. We've gotten oh, that a lot. Like, yeah, oh, I bet. Um, God, it's so annoying. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. Like some people can come in and they can sell out a crowd, and they can like 
get a big name or something. Right. And we still right. don't want to really work with them. Yeah, because they're not nice or they're not cool. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just no, like... They're just no... There's not, it's no not relationship. Yeah, yeah, there's no relationship. If you pay for our Patreon, you'll hear who those people are. That's that was a good joke. I gotta give them props. That's that's cool to hear. That's a good reminder of a lot of things for me. Um, I have, I guess, one last question. Okay. How has it affected your relationship? You're a couple. Yeah. How long have you been together? Has it strengthened it? Yeah, is there tension? Is there? You guys are clearly very good business players. Yes, I, in a strong you can't watch. There's, there's a lot of chemistry in this room. If you're listening. <laughs> um, I think it's. I think it. Look, you're stronger. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, it's we, stronger because we have to work through so many things. We, yeah, we did have a lot of arguments and tons. A, a lot, like happens. and just. Yeah, also- we still do. I mean, like a business argument is 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 a relationship argument a lot of times, <laughs> and uh, yeah. and then yeah, I think the biggest thing, the biggest struggle right now is just like I, every week I do like this weekly review, and I'm like I'm trying to like see how did the past week go, how can I improve my life going forward. Entrepreneurship, yeah. exactly. Lesson number six. <laughs> weekly review, um, and uh, but it's also a personal thing, and yeah. and and most of the time in the past three weeks or four weeks, I've been saying like. Actually, the past two months, I've been saying, okay, I need to make a little more time for me and Amy. Like, mm-hmm. and I keep saying that. I keep, like, saying, and then, like, every week, like, I think we get a little better at making mm-hmm. more times for ourselves. And we recently hired a couple people. Yeah. Which I think will help a lot. Um, How long have you two been dating? Uh, it's going to be two years. This wow. Yeah. Wow. Year. It feels yeah. like long. It feels, it feels like long way longer. Yeah. Because we knew each other before we Yeah, we knew uh, each other before. Dating, yeah. And also... Um, of uh, running a business together during a global pandemic that has to yeah that's yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah seriously uh, it's like, that's not just like oh we saw we, we went to dinner once a week for six months yeah. exactly no no we, we no, no, were, no no you were in it yeah exactly and we were like we were I guess we've been dating for two years but we were we were actually living together before we were dating mm-hmm. like yeah. no because we, we, were we, were, we were roommates we were roommates <laughs> Uh, that's the that's I the love fun. this. That's the fun. Wow. This is like a sitcom yeah. right here. Yeah, um, writers, right? I I get to be cast. <laughs> um, and so we knew what it's like to live together before we were dating, mm-hmm. and we were just friends, and 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 uh, we were living together for two, two or three years or something like that. And it, who? No, no. How many people one. were there? Um, this was, was before everything. So this was like four. Four of us. Four, four of us. Yeah. Um, and was there it was like an ABBA thing where you were both dating two other people I was, together? But yeah, Matt was. I was. Okay. Was yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Then it, that was, I guess that's why it took so long for us to get together. Mm. Um, I was in a relationship and then we were just like friends. Mm. And then, uh, and then, yeah, that, that relationship ended and then... then <laughs> <laughs> How are we getting into the most interesting part of this right at the end? (laughs) (laughs) Not planned this. Yeah. (laughs) God. Uh, Good stuff. Wow. Save that for the pilot. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, like, aside from all that, we want to grow um, in, in, we want to also do to the music scene, the same thing we're doing to the comedy scene and the theater scene as well. Yeah. Um, But we want to have multiple spaces interacting with each other. And then another thing we want to add is... In addition to, we got on the New York Times, we got on Time Out. We feel like our next direction is like Netflix or like HBO or something like that. So we're starting to get like higher quality like film and recording equipment so that we can like film specials um, yeah. and help people like produce web series and stuff like that. 
It just reminds me how Amazon started as an online bookstore, you know? It's, it's, just... it's I mean, that's the, the harsh reality, or not the harsh reality, but it's like, you kind of... The this pleasant is, reality. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you're right. It's like, so many parts about comedy, or so many parts about, like, producing, and, mm. you know, it's just what you want to do, and mm. getting yeah. your shit together, organized, and... Yeah doing it you know just you know not waiting for someone to tell you what to do and something yeah. like that yes yeah. for sure so you both share a passion for the business of performance art yeah it, well, we where did that come from that. Yeah. that yeah did you both have that when you met or I don't, I don't was that that's so weird it's so funny I mean, it's a weird that's passion a, that's it a very is. nice thing <laughs> For you both to be so, all in on Not just yeah. performance art. Oh, no. It's all in. <laughs> the business of performance art. It's so funny because that's not something that we, like, yeah. it's not like we, like, found, like, we weren't like, yes, that's the one. Yeah, it just, yeah, it just kind of happened. But, I mean, we both love comedy, music, arts, yeah. like, all of it. We're, so. Yeah. And, like, we're not comedians, but, like, we've came up with concepts for shows. We want to keep doing that. We want to, yeah. on the creative side of things, we want to do more of, like, we come up with this concept for a show and then we like get improvisers comedians and improvisers to like mm-hmm. be play the roles mm-hmm. we want to like be creative in that sense um without being performers <laughs> yeah. um and we also like yeah we love music we, we're we know a lot about music mm-hmm. and uh um but none of us really identify as comedians we don't identify as musicians or comedians even though like i'll, I'll play guitar but i'm not like yeah yeah, yeah. that's cool um, well, you're certainly doing more for it than most people who do identify as it. So, congrats. I think that's just what we like to do in our free time. Like, we go yeah, to we, immersive shows and we, we go, go to, to music, concerts. Clubs, and, yeah. yeah, we go to comedy clubs. So. That's cool. Yeah. Or we watch, or watch, the, we watch comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, now, now you do that all the damn time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. I'll get some notes on my set after this. <laughs> Any other questions that you have for them? I, that's that was really that was really Super great. Thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, yeah, that was so yeah. fun. Yeah. Thank you for having I mean, us. Oh uh, my gosh, where can people pleasure. find you? Yeah, where besides at the time? At the time covered, we'll be there. <laughs> um, yeah, well, well, you know, sign up for our email list. Um, mm-hmm. If you go to one of our shows, but we're thetinycupboard.com. We're the tiny cupboard on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and individuals, as individuals. We'll, we'll we'll respond if you reach out to anyone out through them like you'll talk you'll be talking to us but yeah. um, I don't even I'm not no personal this. glory look yeah. at that. they could have dropped their own names I don't now. even I don't even follow the business follow the business I don't care about my Instagram check it out check out the venue anyone listening yeah. it's it's Come you'll never show. see it's, anything like it it's really cool uh, you see the Manhattan yeah. skyline some of the best comics in the world let's say. And um, it's a good time. It's fun. Bring a coat. Who knows? It might be, yeah. be a special pop in from the J train. This <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. what Jared Freed calls himself. I was about to say, I was like, no. that's the name of his podcast. Yeah. Who has performed at your venue? Yeah, two J trains. That's fine. <laughs> I can't wait to. Oh, guess, oh, has that happened yet? Has, has the J train been interrupted by the J train? Probably, uh, probably, probably like without the time. No, no, <laughs> Jared, Jared Free. Free. Oh, he was supposed to come yesterday. Yeah, but he dropped out. Uh, yeah. he, he had a comedy seller gig or something. Yeah. Whatever that means. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, well, thank you guys so much. Um, really appreciate you doing this. Yeah, so, yeah, so, thanks, yeah thank thanks for you. inviting us. This yeah. is really fun. It was really fun. All right.